My name is Brian Pillman Jr. and you are watching the Four Corners. Oh boy, here we are. Look at this. Oh, how snazzy, huh? I look snazzy, right, Mike? Dude, what what the heck? What? What are you talking about? Full suit. Um, I did not see. I sent an email, dude. I don't check my email. I don't check the email. I don't have an email, but that'll be nice, you know. Hey, look, I got a tie. It's my accounts, right? I got the hat. Look, I got it up for the merch. All right, I got it up for the review and preview merch. Right? Fair. No, that's no, that's fair. No, that's fair. I want to be I'm contractually obligated to wear at least one review and preview merch per show, and I think we did I it. Some, I need some review and preview cufflinks. Yes, right. you do. Yes, you do. But welcome everybody. This is episode. I don't even know what we're on now. Is it 14? 14. 14. Four, four corners. 14 episodes. It's the final one of 2021. It's a good show. As a tradition, we want to start doing at the end of the year. We mm-hmm. want to have our own like award celebration of Four Corners Choice Awards, the FCCA. And we have our December booking challenge. There's a lot of fun stuff here. So I got the comments here. Albert Donor. Albert not here. He's on a he went to the WWE holiday tour. So Albert Albert, I hope you're having a fun time there. I'm very jealous. And greetings to you from your uh from the plane or whatever. Can't listen. I'm out of it. I know I was out of it last week. I did. I did have uh, COVID. I'm okay now. I'm all good. I'm fine now. I'm all good. I'm here, and we're here to go. And Gentle here is always looking dapper. Thank you, Gentle. Thank you. We appreciate it. Mike looks. Mike looks very dapper. So I got to give him. I got to give very much. I appreciate it. Got to give him the props for that one. But we'll go right into our sober quick show. We have a little bit of a golden swap. We got to talk about that because everything mm-hmm. that happens, any title changes on free TV, we'll talk about it a little bit here and there. We got our. Four Corner Choice Awards, all our awards. Mike ran through the categories last week, so we're going to talk about them, what we have for each of them. Mm-hmm. And our December Fantasy Booking Challenge. Mike gave me a challenge. I gave Mike a challenge, and we'll talk about that towards the end. So let's get right into the first thing. So the golden okay. spot, right? Yep. Might as well be what we'll talk about. A quick one here because we got a lot to get to. So uh, this past week, uh, Cody Rhodes defeated Sammy Guevara to win his third TNT title. Mike, and I'll get your thoughts in a second. Here's my quick thing. I don't think Cody needed it. I don't understand it because I kind of want to see how far Sammy could go because he doesn't have the title for that long, and I thought he can keep going with it. And I was excited to see the other matches he could have with it, maybe kind of a revived rivalry with Miro or something, a little something here and there, but he gives it back to Cody. I didn't understand that switch at all. I think Sammy needed to rub more to win off Cody than Cody to win it. That's just my opinion. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, I don't understand. Like supposedly, backstage has been a big push to get Sammy more involved. He's like one of their. He's young, so he's one of their, yeah. you know, future guys. Um, and uh, apparently, they shut off the boosters of the rocket. So, uh, yeah, the rocket no longer seems to be under Sammy. Um, Cody, Cody being TNT champion for a third time is, you know, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And uh, I saw a thing on the internet that said uh, back that referenced back to when Cody was like, I will never be AEW world champion. Yeah. And then they added, but I will be TNT champion a this bunch of pro- times. This is the problem. This kind of wants me to have Cody be AEW. I think he should be AEW champion at least once. Why not? But now the stipulation, you know, he's just going to win the TNT title or the tag title. And I agree with Craig here with Boo because like I don't, 
understand it because because if cody never said the stuff that you mentioned like i'll never be like you know the triple h or whatever getting all the titles yeah. or stuff yeah. like that like i'll never like put myself over everybody then i get it though you know but he said it in the beginning so people will remember that we're not again we're not wrestling fans aren't stupid no no we're not dumb we're not yeah. we're not dumb people i might be but but, but 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 generally speaking wrestling fans are not. so i don't know what how long cody's gonna be champion for the two past times he was champion it wasn't that long to begin with so i don't know if it's gonna be a hot potato scenario with sammy i don't know yeah I, I, I don't know um i looked it up Sammy won the belt on uh, September 29th and lost it on December 25th. Christmas. Oh, Merry, Merry Christmas to you, Sammy. Really? Yes. That, that long until September? I didn't see him. It seemed like not that long. I, guess. Well, I, feel, I feel like their reigns seem shorter because they don't have as many pay-per-views. That's true, too. And they don't, so really... don't seem defended as much. Like and, and when they do, you kind of know, all right, they're, they're going to win and whatnot. Like, right, right. right. TV or whatever. So. I mean, I guess we'll see when it, when it keeps going. But I guess that wraps up for a quick thing, a quick round of golden sauce. We're going to go right into yes. our four corners choice awards. Now we have a, a section here. The WWE, We have a couple sections, the WWE section, the non-WWE section, and the combined section. NXT, we include some NXT. Uh, I think I have one NXT thing on there, and I think about it too. Uh, but the non-WWE is obviously AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, all the other stuff too. Uh, obviously, there's so much with WWE that we made two separate sections for it, which kind of makes sense. And then the last one's the mm. combined. The combined one's like overall best show and whatnot too. Mike went through all the categories, so we'll go through them here uh, piece by piece, obviously. We have 12 for the WWE and then 12 for the non-WWE, and the combined, we have eight total awards. So we have a lot of awards to get to. We'll just give our thoughts about it. We'll do a quick little talk about it. We don't have yeah. that much into hard details. We do have a lot to get to. Obviously, everyone wants to comment down below their choices for everything too and give us uh, their thoughts and opinions too. We'll go right into the WWE section. The best male wrestler, Mike. Who is the best male wrestler according to you? Who's the choice award going to for you? WWE section. For me, I feel like it's an obvious choice, yeah. which is that it's Roman Reigns. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like the first two for us were going to be more obvious here. Yeah. Roman Reigns, I would make the argument that he was kind of last year's too. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, what he was able to do. And again, he's been... Uh, Universal Champion for a, over a year now. He's kind of brought back the title to relevancy because remember it was like there was a point where like it was Brock and Goldberg and we're like ah like it's just an old Legends title not really used for a lot. Yeah, and, and I remember I remember it. the one reign of that that um that threw me off completely on the title was the the fifty fifty booking on the Braun reign. Yeah, it was so like Braun. Well, but then Braun dropped it to the Fiend. Yeah. For a week. But then the Fiend lost it. it which didn't make sense. Why didn't you just give right. it? Right. It wasn't like the Fiend was. If the Fiend was injured, then I get it. You got to make it up to change last minute. But yeah, I didn't get that. But regardless, Reigns has done very well with the title, you know? And I feel like. Oh, 100%. He, and there was times where I wasn't a huge Reigns fan. But I think kind of after seeing what's been going on throughout this whole pandemic and doing what he was able to do, I give him so much credit. Mm-hmm. He's doing it. Bring it back to Tribal Chief, working when he did work with Paul Heyman, the bloodline, kind of stuff that we all, Mike, we've said it even before, like we did stuff on Review and Preview. We said if he can be like the heel and get like a bloodline going and get like a manager. Right, exactly. It could, we, was, could, we could work and look at it now. I was going to say, this is, um, it's kind of validating to a lot of wrestling fans too, because for so long, I mean, you and I, Albert, and a whole bunch of other people we know, that are into WWE all said, why don't they just make Roman a heel? He literally has the 
perfect look of a heel. Yeah. And he has the attitude. I mean, even as a face, he had the attitude. Yeah. Like, so make, it's like, like turn it up to 11. Make it like a tweener. Like, you know, we can go yeah, back yeah. or to make him just about like a regular, like an athlete. Because, again, he is a former college football player, Katie football. Like, he's a former athlete. So just let his athletic skills do the talking and right. not have to talk as much when he did the suffering succotash. Remember that, Mike? <laughs> it's been a Suffered long succotash, son. It's 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 been a long time since that though, but he's our superstar our male wrestler of the year in the WWE slash NXT section. Mm-hmm. We'll go to the female section, and I wasn't sure at first, but I think after we talked about it before, we went on air. Mine is Bianca Belair because of basically the first half of what she was able to do. Right. I know the tail end of her title reign was a little questionable. We're still talking about it, but she's still kind of in the title picture now. But from winning the Rumble and doing so much, having that match with Sasha Banks at Mania. I think it was night one, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Done so well that first half of 2021 that you can't take that away from her. And even this back half, too, she's still in the title of it. You're not winning the title, but she's still in it. So right. I got to give her a lot of credit. So I would say she's my female wrestler of the year. 100% I agree. Yeah, she's female wrestler of the year. Um, Probably one of the better call-ups we've had in during the whole pandemic period of WWE from NXT. Um, she's She definitely – that that – yeah, the re- end of the rain was questionable, but I liked the rain. Um, and she's proven that she is that versatile women's wrestler that you know they wanted her to be when they called her up. So definitely, yeah, and definitely credit to her from. I mean, NXT we didn't see her do as much in NXT winning the titles and whatnot, but kind of going onto the main roster, we knew she's more main roster material than kind of developmental material. Right, so. right. Kudos to her. So now we go to the tag team, Mike. I didn't know where to go with. I kind of stuck with the bloodline also with mine. Really? I went with the Usos. I know. Okay. I, I would say because they SmackDown tag champions, and I know they've been really staying in the mainstay in the tag team division, also working with Roman Reigns, and it's kind of like a – it all works together, in my opinion. This is what I mm-hmm. think. Like, you know, we wanted Reigns, obviously, to have Paul Heyman. It worked. I'm like, you know what? If he has, like, some henchmen with him, you know, right. his cousins, it would make a lot of sense, and they've been doing really well, and they've had some good matches, too, outside of yeah. the, in the bloodline. So I got to give credit to them. So – my the my, my tag team choice is I got to give it to the Usos. I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. I think, but I think the Usos probably would have gotten if this was an academy of voters, a lot, as, a lot of as votes. Other stuff. They would have gotten set the second place, mm-hmm. an amount of votes. I, I gave it to vote. Imperium. Imperium. Okay. Oh, you know what? They would probably be my second place vote. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we're doing like Heisman voting, I get my first place. Yeah, vote yeah, yeah. Second place. The Imperium's a good choice too. Imperium's a good. Yeah, choice. I, I think they've been. One of the more consistent tag teams for me. Mm-hmm. No, I and I give you and I give you credit for that one. You know, that's a very good point too. I kind of worked with the Usos more, kind of working with the Reigns and kind of making oh, 100%, 100%. a hundred percent bloodline work too. I think some other mentions you could say like the the New Day. It's weird. Last year ours was like the Street Profits. Yeah, where'd they go? I I really don't know. I'm being serious. I don't know where they went too. And obviously, you can also include like MSK and what and and whatever. And 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 you know what? I will satisfy and it's and it's this is one of the parts that's sad that Albert's not here. I will satisfy all of you and say that in the top five, my top five probably would have been RK, bro. You can put him at fifth. That's your fifth place vote. That's my fifth place vote. They might be, they might be starting to starting to go up in my thing. Cause they are actually doing some good stuff. They are, close they, and, and so. their, uh, their theme is kind of good. Matched I mean, when they make, yeah, when they mashed up the theme, I was like, all right, they're here to stay. They're here to stay. Yeah. Okay. It's not so, and I've I know you guys understood that that was kind of my um that was my concern with them. I was like, well, these are two guys I know they want to be. I know they want Randy to be singles again, 
And Riddle, they've always kind of been, Vince has always kind of liked him. So I was like, man, just like, I hate throwing tag teams together. Listen, Riddle worked with Pete Dunn as the Broserweights. So I knew Riddle yeah. could make it work too. But yeah. let's go on to our next one. The best pay-per-view, Mike. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, so uh, I think Jen has a comment here. So apparently Montez returns tonight. But I don't know what's happening with this with this outbreak now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so this, the, the outbreak is going on, too. And now WWE is talking about you know, they're not doing any more COVID tests. So we'll see what happens. We're not going to get that much into it. We'll kind no. of let it play out and kind of see what happens, too. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, see what, what happens, happens when Montez comes back with, the, with Dawkins. Because, again, we like the Street Profits. You know, we oh, think yeah. our tag team. So I want to see them back in action. So the best pay-per-view, Mike, I'll let you go first because you might be shocked of what I'm going to pick. Okay. Or just knowing how I am, you're going to be shocked by this. If you pick Super Showdown, I swear to God. Yeah. Um, WrestleMania 37 uh, is my best pay-per-view. Night one, you're going to say? I kind of combined them, but yes, if I was okay. to pick a night, night one. That's my second place vote. Okay. Mike, you're going to be really shocked by this. Okay. I put Crown Jewel. What? I thought. I Hold on. Brock Roman, yeah. Seth, Seth Rollins and Edge was a very good match. Fine. Women's triple threat. Now, Becky won, but it was overall a very good match. And you know what? The King of the Ring finals wasn't that bad either. Our, the tag team match, too, was it? No, the women's one. We'll take that out of the way. We'll but, 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 what? but, the women's, but, that, but, that. but, but, listen. Not ever listen, WrestleMania Night One was good too, but there were some matches on there, like a tag team turmoil match that I didn't like. You can't have as a my every match can't be top tier, but if I had a, I look back at it, and it was also one of the higher graded ones. I took my feelings for the Saudi Arabia shows to the side, and I'm like, you know what? Looking back at it, Crown Jewel was actually a pretty solid pay-per-view. It was one of the better ones. I had it written down for my worst pay-per-view for like a day. <laughs> I don't, but you got to look back at that, those matches, though. Outside. Yeah, but it's so. You can't let the, the dewdrop uh, queen Zelina. I can. I did, and I'm like, no, I got to look at the other matches because Rollins and Edge was right. very good. All right, all right. That right. was very good. I'm surprised. I'm surprised at you. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I You've thought never was... been one for a Saudi. But you know what? It, f- fair enough, fair enough. Listen, I just looked at all the matches overall. You can't have all of them can't be perfect. Yes. Again, there's another pay per view on here that was a very good one that all of them were very good, but you know, but it's not in the WWE section. Yeah. <laughs> the worst pay per view, Mike. What is your worst pay per view? Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Okay. I, I put that up there too. I would put that up there too. It would be probably my top three. My worst one was Survivor Series because I just didn't get really? it. Really? All right. It's one That's of those. It's, the, it's for me, it's the theme of like brand versus brand. I just didn't feel it. You know what I mean? Well, they've they've you know they've essentially taken away a lot of the a lot of the feeling of brand versus yeah, brand. It, it just felt like a regular pay per view. Honestly, I could no thinking about it, I could put WrestleMania Backlash on there too. Yeah, that was that was in my top five. I might, might have been in my top three. I could change it to that or SummerSlam. Now, kind of now we're kind of talking back and forth. SummerSlam, there was enough there for me. Okay, yeah. Okay, no, I get it. I get it. It's like one of the things where I look at all the mat. It's like with the best one. I looked at the pay per view. For Survivor Series, I was looking back and I was watching some of them over, and I'm like, "Yeah, I wasn't feeling this one. I wasn't feeling this one. This match was pretty good. Reigns and Biggie was very good. This one wasn't that good. The Charlotte and Becky and eh, whatever yeah. the Battle Royal tag team, what I, it wasn't feeling all of them except one match, and that's kind of how I look at it too. I don't look at just the main right. event. I look at like everything in between, and even like you can even put in factor in the pre-show if you want to. But that's my opinion of just the worst uh, pay-per-view. But you know, people yeah. agree to disagree. Anyone has comments on here? Please let us know. We'd like to go back yes. and forth with people. Yeah. 
to my, to my point real quick about mm-hmm. Hell in a Cell. Yeah, yes, yes. Go, go, go with that. There were seven matches, including mm-hmm. the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Four of them were singles, non-title singles matches. Yeah, that's Bianca and Bailey in the Hell in a Cell was pretty good, but then in the Raw Women's Championship match, which was the second to last match, Charlotte won by DQ. Yeah, and then I mean Bobby. Last chance Hell in a Cell match for the WWE title, Bobby and Drew. It's just you know what? Maybe I could see it being maybe it might move up to number two for me now. I think about yeah. It. Even though yeah. WrestleMania backlash I put on there also. Un- Unfortunately, they've had some very bad pay per views this year. They really had. They really had. There were some good ones. There were some good ones. Yeah, there were some really good ones. Like honestly, like, I almost put money in the bank. I almost put money in the bank. Yeah, on that, no, that was a good show. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it seems that this year either WWE's pay per views were really good or bad. Or even NXT in your house, I could have put that in mm-hmm. attention there too. With yeah, the that was that was one I considered. Mm-hmm. So we'll go to the best match. I, I, listen, it ties in with mine with my best pay per view. I thought Edge and Rollins at Crown Jewel was a very good match. The hell in the okay. South. I okay. thought it was a very very good match. Okay, I wish, you know, I wish it was more of a with the SummerSlam feel to it too. You know, yeah. obviously the hell in the cell, whatever. I know they battle at SummerSlam, but. To the point, it was a, taking away the Saudi Arabia show itself. Like it was a very good match. I thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the better matches. And that Rollins Edge rivalry was actually a lot better than what I remembered it for. Yeah, I I would agree. It is one of the better matches. I went with Reigns Edge and Brian at WrestleMania. That's uh, that was up there for me too. That was yeah. up there for me. a lot of Edge matches. The- a lot of Edge matches were on my list. Now I think about it. Odd. Yeah, re- really. But hey, you know what? I didn't. Yeah. We started four corners. I never thought I'd have Edge in a bunch of my matches of the year. No, no, I never thought. I, honestly, when we started it, I didn't really think I'd have Daniel Bryan in a lot of my matches. That's Brian Danielson versus 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 Daniel Bryan. No, oh, that's where the beam started. I forgot about that too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, that is the match that started with because we started jo- we started joking about it because it was like, oh, we're just going to throw Daniel Bryan in all these matches. Versus Daniel, yeah. we versus were gonna, Daniel, Daniel Bryan was going to join our, join our show tonight, but he unfortunately couldn't make it. Yeah, I see it. You missed the soundboard last week. I know it. Yes, I did. All right. So, you, by the way, you did a very good job. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Very good job. Everybody, I was behind the scenes wording the comments or whatever, too. But I was like, it might hurt me. I couldn't speak at all. I was, my throat was like, yeah, yeah. Bad. So, the worst match, Mike, for me, it it didn't happen at Survivor Series because Survivor Series, there wasn't like ones that were like dreadful, but there was one dreadful one at WrestleMania Backlash. Okay. And it was Miz versus Damian Priest in whatever the hell that zombie match was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably number two for me. Yeah, that is a bad match. I know you would take the worst pay-per-view. You'd have a worse match. But, again, worst pay-per-view, they were overall just bland to me. This this backlash bland, but there was one that was like, I have to mention this is the worst match. Yeah. yeah. That was mine. I didn't know. Bad promotion. (laughs) It's so stupid. It really was. thrown together. And it sucks because I like Priest and Miz. I like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like yeah. those guys. And it was good to see Priest with the U, like the U.S. title. I think it was the U.S. title at the time. But like in that scenario, like it was just bad. I didn't think it was that good. No, yeah. no, no, no. That was that job. That uh, was not good. But I mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. My number one is Zelina and Dewdrop in the. Queen of the Ring. I'm not calling it the other thing. Queen's Crown. Hey, that was it was uh, <laughs> that was up there, but I can't put it with the best pay per view and the worst match because like it's up. It's like right behind. That's fair. No, that's fair. It's it's 
It lasted a minute and 25 seconds. I don't know if I counted it as a match. At least with Priest and Miz, it was more than 10 minutes. I think it was more than 10 minutes. I think so. I don't even remember. I don't remember. I'll look it up. Best title reign, Mike. Um, I think we might have an agreement on this one for WWE. It's Roman Reigns as Universal Champion. I think the whole, the literally the whole year. If you have the title for the whole year, it's not like Brock, where like it was once in a while. Like he defended on every single pay per view, and it was very good every pay per match except Survivor Series. He didn't defend the title, but it was still a very uh, decent match. Like I said before, so yes. Reigns is my. Uh, best title reign in WWE, the Roman is Universal Champion. Yes, yes, Roman is Universal Champion is 100% the best reign of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's no, yeah. nothing even close, to be honest. Like, that one's going to get the clean sweep of, like, the best, like, eyes and voting. That's going to get, like, the clean sweep all 100%. Oh, yeah, unanimous, unanimous. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, that Priest-Miz match was 6 minutes, 57 seconds. I thought that was a lot longer than it should have been. Well, still longer than uh, the other one, so. Yeah. All right, the worst title reign, Mike. I forgot this was a title reign. Nikki Ash is the Raw Women's Champion. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even her fault. <laughs> yeah, no, I just think I don't blame her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, no, no. It was, it was. They decided to put the title on her, and way too quickly. Yeah, I cheated for mine. Okay, what, what? any any women's tag? Okay, well, you know, honestly, I didn't even think of that. Just the total, the total overall of the women's. Tag. You know what? I w- I wish I know our fo- our things are final, but that could be my second place vote actually, and I might sneak in putting in. Yeah, but, uh, but no, I agree with you that um, for booking purposes alone, that Nikki Ash. Yeah, booking wise, I would say too. There's and there's like a there's a lot now that you really think about it, a lot of bad title reigns too. Like um, I mean, I feel like any well, like any of the okay. women, like you said too. I'm, yeah, not his fault. Priest's first U.S. title. That, yeah. Um, the the Miz for a week is WWE champion. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. I feel like in general too. Excuse me, we've got a little cough. But I feel like just as in general too, just like just for the week, it's like I. But it's not again. That's not his fault. Too. No, exactly. Most of that, most of these bad things, like bad papers and stuff, are not the wrestlers' fault. Yeah. So let's go to our next one. It's the most improved, Mike. Who is your most improved wrestler? I gave it to Mandy Rose. You know what? I didn't even think of putting Mandy. That Rose. was, I mean, I know it's, I know it's very, very, very back half of, of mm-hmm. the year, like last three months. But man, just the total one eighty she yeah, did going down to NXT. We're a very good call for. Her. I think that was the best call. And the her. only look change is changing her hair color, and, and giving her a stable. But now yeah. she's, she's the head of the stable, right? So that's, but uh, yeah. So I would definitely. That's a good one. My most improved. I got to give it to Big E. Okay. Okay. To go from a tag that. team guy, and we all said, "Listen, if you put Biggie in a singles run, he would be very good." Yeah. They actually listened and made a Money in the Bank, Mister Money in the Bank, cashed in WWE Champion, still going with it. I got to say that's an improvement for me, hundred percent. With Kofi Kingston going, like you could say last year, you like two years ago, he was most improved. Another one, Ben Biggie, and you know what? Honestly, early running for next year could be Xavier. It could. It could. It could. It absolutely could. Could be a possibility. Not saying WWE champion, but could see some uh, secondary title reigns in his run, too. Yes. Christopher Casey says, hi, guys. What's up? How are you guys doing tonight? Christopher, thank you so much for tuning in. We're here on our award show. We're on the WWE section. We have two more to talk about. Then we go to the non-WWE section. So, people, as always, comment down below. What do you think for the awards? Let us know. Give us some thoughts back and forth. Let's go to the superstar to keep an eye on in 2021. It's a guy that might have did something, or girl, might have did something. Maybe you're not sure yet, but you want to say, guys, keep an eye on this person because this is someone's going to 
put them in a rocket ship up into the the universe, literally the WWE universe. The WWE. <laughs> I had to put that in there, but go oh, ahead. Of course, of course, of course. Well, Fonz, you should know if you know me who this is. It's got to be Liv. Uh, yeah, I, I figured it's got to be Liv Morgan. I, I agree with you. It's I could say Liv's definitely on. I want to see what they do with her. There was a lot of options. Like, if I'm literally doing the Heisman voting, I almost thought Kevin Owens. See what's up with Balor, Liv Morgan. I put Braun Breaker. All right, that's fair. He Very, seems to be the rocket ship dude in NXT 2.0. So I want to see him, Carmelo Hayes. I think NXT 2.0. I want to see what they do. Yeah, yeah, that whole roster has a lot of guys. So I would definitely say Braun Breaker. Excuse me, I had a, that cough there was bad too. Okay, so the best finisher. We finished off with the best finisher. Mine is the RKO. You can't beat it. I'm, Two I, years in a row. Yeah, no. Last year was it was the Panama Sunrise. Uh, no, no, you did the Panama. Right, you did. Yeah, the Panama I did Sunrise. that one too. And then I, I think I, I did RKO. every time. I, it's every time I see the RKO, it's just like awesome. Dude. Yeah, no. Panama Sunrise is up there, but now I can't use it for this one. So no, you cannot. Unfortunately, you cannot. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, but fortunately, but unfortunately, but fortunately, unfortunately anyway, for us. Unfortunately for us. Mm-hmm. Fortunately for the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with the Claymore. I almost put the Claymore. The Claymore is my second place vote. Yeah. Claymore is also very good, too. There's a lot. You can even put the big ending. Big yeah. ending's good. Even Trouble in Paradise I like a lot still. I like yeah. Trouble in Paradise. I like that Seth has officially brought the stomp back. Yeah, that's, the stomp that's nice. This, the Kevin Owens stunner, kind of. I missed the, miss the pop-up powerbomb. Yeah, I know. I think the pop-up is a lot better than what people give credit for. The coup de gras also is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think there's, I mean, there's a lot more too. I mean, the bank statement, you know, definitely not the belly to belly, not that one. We're not going to count that one. KOD. Uh, Bianca's KOD. Yeah, yeah, it's the KOD. There's so many good ones. So that's it for the best finisher. And that's a bit for the WWE section. So now we go to the non WWE section. It's pretty much the same awards, but non WWE. So AEW, which is a lot for me. New Japan, Ring of Honor. You can put NWA. I have a very good NWA most improved, actually. I have to spoil alert. You're gonna you're gonna like what I picked there for that one. And I think there's I don't have any impact now that I think about it. So, but I will see uh what everyone what you have on here, Mike. So the best male wrestler non-WWE. Kenny Omega. I, I was gonna put Omega, but I think just for the for what he did lately now, I have to put Adam Page now for that year long story thing. I thought I thought about that, but it's been so it was so recent that I know, but I gotta give credit for it too. And he did so well throughout the year too, kind of building up to it. So I gotta give credit where credit's due. Fair. No, 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 that's absolutely fine. So my yours like like with yours with Mandy Rose, like mine is definitely like more of a recency bias, but yeah, Adam Page is my male wrestler, non WWE. Hundred percent. Yeah, I can the see four it. corners choice award, the FCCA. The best acronym. I love the award name. So the best female wrestler, Mike. Who's the best female wrestler? I put Britt Baker DMD. I also put Britt Baker D- DMD. Helped out the AW Women's Division, which we've been talking about for a while, even before we even preview that they needed help on the Women's Division, and Britt Baker has been doing so good with it. Yeah. So I think she definitely deserved it. So she is both of our. I thought it was that was more of an obvious one. That, yeah, I felt like when I put that, I was like, oh, yeah, that meant that. Uh, yeah, because last year I put Deanna Perrazzo, and she's done still good th- th- so far. I remember last year when I did, I had Perrazzo, but I think I got to give credit where credit's due for this one. Yeah. So the uh, the tag team of the year, Mike, I was stuck. I don't know what a little put- bit, a little bit. It took I me. Two, I had two choices. Okay. But you go ahead with yours. Tell me yours. Lucha Bros. I also stuck with the Lucha Bros, too. Yeah. I think- 
I, FTR is a very close second. Yeah, they were in there. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was like I literally today I was like I typed in FTR, I deleted it and put Lucha Bros. And I'm like, no FTR because they won the AAA titles too. And I'm like, no, but Lucha Bros had a lot of great matches too. Lucha Bros is my. It's so it's this was the closest one, the most most difficult one to kind of find. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know which one to actually go. And I think it was those two. I think. I mean, I usually say Gorillas of Destiny and whatever, but I really didn't see that much doing this year, too. Uh, Young Bucks, you can also say, too, but I think FTR and Lucha Bros is like the top two you go with. And not 100%, 100%. Unless you go anybody in Impact also, maybe, if you want to do that. But, yeah, they didn't, to me, this year had... Yeah, Finn Juice, is, Finn Juice is there, but I don't know. They didn't have any t- tech teams that really stuck to me. Finn yeah. Juice could be like a third or fourth fourth place vote for me. Yeah, not a Heisman talk too, because again, because I'm a I don't know, I just like doing the voting and all the Heisman, yes. whatever, the Heisman house. Heisman. So the best pay per view, Mike. What was the best pay per view? What do you? I feel like we might have the same agreement here, at least for the same company. I well, I think it's definitely the same company because they had some good, they had some pretty good pay per views. Um, I went with All Out. I also went with All Out too. Yeah, that was, really that was cool. a good, that was a good show. I remember that whole episode. We were like, this is the best pay per view I've ever seen this whole year. It was very good. I think I mean it's better than Crown Jewel in my opinion too, but yeah, AEW All Out I think was our best pay per view. The worst pay per view, Mike. I couldn't think of a really bad pay per view. So mine, I went with Ring of Honor's Final Battle because of the sediment of like, ah, this is it. Like this is done. Like there's yeah. nothing for that too. And then, then after that, like I know they're like Gresham says he's gonna defend the title. And whatever, but more it's like ah, like it's the end because we don't know what's gonna happen with the Ring of Honor. So I had to put it down as like the worst because just of the the feeling. And when you really think about it, a lot of the matches were just like they threw them all together. And Bandito couldn't perform, so they had to find a last minute person to vacate the belt and like bring it and put it on someone. So I it's it was a good like idea to have the final favorite, but I think it's just too many. It was a lot of multi man, a lot of stuff going on. It doesn't have a payoff because there's no more Ring of Honor. Right. I, I could see that. I went with Revolution. AEW Revolution. I don't. You know what? What happened on Revolution? Now that I think about it. Well, the uh, the main event was the exploding barbed wire match. That was the that was the main event. I thought that yeah. was a special episode. Oh my! No, God. that was on Revolution. Uh, Darby yeah. Allen and and Sting against Team Taz in the street fight. Uh, the face of the Revolution ladder match for a future TNT title match with Scorpio Sky won, and then I think he lost the next week in his thing. Yeah, and then became a tag team with Ethan Page. Yeah, the big money match with Adam Page and Matt Hardy, uh, Kip Sabian and Miro in a tag match. Wow, that really was not... I thought I thought that was a special episode on Wednesdays. Oh, all right. Did not... Wow, I completely didn't... I, then I can definitely agree with you. Uh, probably second place on me. Revolution, all right. All right. Yeah. Completely forgot about the exploding barbed wire. That happened so long ago. I know. Crazy how this year is. So, best match of the year, Mike. I think my, you're gonna you're gonna know what my best match of the year is. Well, I I I hope we agree. But they had this come the it's AEW. They had a lot of good matches. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I went with Hangman and Omega at full gear. Oh, at, at full at full gear. Oh no, no, yes, at full. Sorry. Whoa, I that I was have, full. Gear. Yeah. I'm sorry. I wrote all out because I have a bunch of all out stuff on here. So yes, you're right. I have that one too. I apologize for that. I have a lot of all out written on here. So like that's why I got yes. But that yeah. one is is yes. I will definitely agree with you. I think we have the same one. Um, I just threw myself off with that AW with the all. I have so many all out stuff on here. That's why. But I'll definitely agree with you on on that as the best match too. 
Worst match, Mike. What's your worst match? It's exploding barbed wire death match. It is not. It's actually an impact match. Oh boy. It's uh Finn Juice versus Madman Fulton and Shira at Slammiversary. It was thrown together at the last minute and lasted a minute and fifteen seconds. How long was that match? A minute and fifteen seconds for a tag match. And what do we do with our wasted wrestlers? Put them in a tag team. You put you apparently put them in a you apparently put them in a tag. You put them in a really short bad match. At the last minute, because you need to fill some time. Yeah, <laughs> and I had to double check all all out. I made him as yeah, all I was Omega and Christian Cage. I don't know why I I, mm-hmm. I, I I meant to put Page and and Omega, but I put I put uh all out because I had all out on two others before. Yeah, why? But yes, that was correct, everyone. Yeah, yeah. We'll get. I had that too. Um, so my worst match because I had to look it up. Dave Meltzer gave it a negative. I think Dave Meltzer gave it a negative one star. I love looking at these because I just want to see how it is. Yeah. Toro Yanu versus Kenta at the G1 Day One Climax. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that was a real bad match. Yeah, you watch it. <laughs> Did you watch the match? I I, I want I, I watched. I saw. I saw a little bit. I couldn't find the full one, but I saw a little bit of highlights of it. I'm like, ah, Jesus. <laughs> I think it was either a negative one or a dud. I can't okay. find the full. I got to find the full map. But it was a, a dud or whatever, too. Yeah, a lot of other uh, bad matches too overall. But that was uh, that was pretty bad. So I got to watch the full one too. Well, you know what? Let's have a live. If, we, if I can find the full, let's have Albert watch a live with us. Yes, hundred percent. We hundred percent have to. Uh, we definitely have to do that. So, Ron, the best title reign, Mike. What is your best title reign? Uh, Kenny Omega's AEW. I put. I had that close. It was a second for me. But I had to put Lucha Bros as AEW Tag Champions. Okay. I okay. thought they had a lot of very good matches because I saw them live. Very. FTR, very good. Mm-hmm. Another match with FTR to beat the win the belts in the first place. Very good. They uh, well, no, beat the Young Bucks to get the belts. Very good. Against FTR multiple times. Very good. And they've overall just had such great matches. So I have to give credit to the tag team division because they know how to do a tag team, right? Unlike WWE, which apparently does not know well, what a tag team is. No, they don't. As we do our need to need to bring need to bring uh, Teddy Long back. He knew about tag teams. Uh, I, I miss I miss good old Teddy Long. So we're on here with the worst title mm-hmm. ring. Mm-hmm. Now I had to do a double check here because apparently I've looked this. I didn't really see all the matches. I'm not gonna be honest. I'm not gonna see all the matches for it. But I've seen a lot of people talk about that. It wasn't as good because I guess it is a new belt. I have Shingo Takaji as the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion because. The combined belts, and he hasn't really they haven't done that much in New Japan. So That's fair. More of like, eh, you know, people forget he's currently. I forgot he was a uh, IWGP champion. Me, t- no, me, me too. I, I when I was looking up all the all the various champions, I was like, he's. T- I was like, Takagi's the heavyweight champion. Yeah, and then but they well, ever since they combined the Intercontinental and the heavyweight belt, I feel like this has some, and it looks bad. It doesn't look nice. Have you ever seen the belt? It has like wings. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It's not my favorite belt anymore. No. The U.S. belt's my favorite belt in New Japan now. Oh, easily. Uh, what, what is yeah? What is the so? What was your worst title reign? Did you have my your- worst title reign? Is Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering as the Knockouts Tag Champions? I don't even remember that reign. Exactly. How long was that reign? Like twenty was, something days. Was not that long. And it I was not know, that long. I know, Mike. You're very high on Jordan Grace. Very. You know, and I, I thought she would have like a longer run, at least with some other belt too. But I, wow, I did. I completely forgot they were women's tag champion. Or, no, no. but they're probably still better than either any WWE women's tag team ring. I think we can agree on that one. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. So the most improved wrestler, 
as Mike uh, looks. You Mike, you looked. It was like twenty something uh, days. So yeah, it's uh, twenty days. Wow. So literally right at the twenty mark. Yeah. The most improved wrestler, Mike. You're gonna think I'm a little crazy with this one, but I had to okay. get credit where credits due with NWA. First NWA appearance on here. Okay. I gave it a Trevor Murdoch, who became the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, the big belt, the big, the head, like the like the 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 one of the most prestigious belts. You think like Ric Flair, Nick Aldis had it for like three years, right? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he had. Yeah, he beat Nick Aldis for it. You never. I didn't think when I saw first saw Trevor Murdoch, I never would think he'd be the NWA World's Champion. And you know what? He is. Had some good matches here and there, so I got to give credit where credit's due for Trevor Murdoch. So Fair. that's my credit to him. So he's my most improved wrestler. All right, that, I think that makes sense. I forgot he was NWA champion. Mm-hmm. Um, NWA uh, were uh, like the secondary champion. You want to take a guess who's that champion? Uh, well, I would same, same Raw era as Murdoch. I'll give you that Raw era as Murdoch. Yeah, think of that Raw roster during Murdoch's time. Oh God. Yeah. I'm thinking of the SmackDown versus Raw 2007 roster. No, go think of someone on Raw at the time that is the I Chavo? No. Oh, he's in AW now, Chavo. He is, he is. I don't know. He was in the main event scene, but never won the main event. He was like kind of in like he never won a title in WWE now. I think about it. Why does Mark Jindrak come to mind? It's not oh. though. Uh, Christopher Casey, I don't. It's not the Pope anymore. He beat the Pope for it. He beat D'Angelo De Niro for it. Unless, unless the tape delay is on, that he probably won it back. But actually, NW has like two secondary belts too. There's like the he has like the giant red one. I think the national championship. Chris Masters. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Masterpiece. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah, because NW has like a lot of belts too. I know the yeah, Pope yeah. has one belt too. But Chris Masters beat him for it, and the Pope has another belt. And I think Chris Masters did beat JTG for that belt that he has now. Yes, NWA also has JTG. Wow. Yeah. So hmm. I would recommend watching a little NWA. It's- yeah. No, I guess I should check it out. The Rock and Roll like, Express is still there. Like the original Rock yes. and Roll Express. Ricky Morton and and uh, and uh, what's uh, what's the other? I forgot the other name. Gibson. Oh my God! But they're like in their seventies. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> they they were champions. They were tag champions. I'm not kidding. Okay. I am okay. not. I am. I am not. You know, what? I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna look up. I will tell you. I'll tell you the exact now. I know we're gonna. Um, I know we're gonna get off topic here, but you know what? We have some time. It's, it's okay. We got some time. Yeah, we got some. We got some. We have a lot of time actually because we're almost pretty much done out of this one. So I'll tell you the current champions. The NWA World's Heavyweight Champion is Trevor Murdoch. Actually, Mike, and uh, the Pope is no longer the NWA World Television Champion. It's now Tyrus. Like, oh, Craig, God. Craig, Craig just Craig just commented. Shout out to Craig. Uh, Tyrus is the NWA TV Champion. Uh, the, the NWA World Tag Team Champion is La Rebellion. The NWA World Women's Tag Team is uh, Marty Bell and Allison Kay. And the NWA National Championship is held by Chris Adonis formerly known as Chris Masters. He defeated JTG in a tournament final to win the vacant title. He's 203-day reign, by the way. Wow. Yeah. How crazy. How crazy. <laughs> the national- NW- is NWA the mid-2000s WWE? Is that what I, we're if, doing? If it is, I'm all for it. I, I'm, yeah, 100%. I'm all for it. If you, I want to see like the – yeah, Chris Adonis. 
Uh, and then Chris, he vacated it. And then Chris Adonis won it again. Trevor Murdoch, Aaron Stevens won it too. Damian Sandow. Damian Sandow. <laughs> Paul Cabana, James Storm, Willie Mack, by the way. Willie Mack won it too. Willie Mack was the first champion in the um, in the Lightning One Incorporated in that era too. And it's kind of more of like a little bit of a revive too. How crazy is that? Jeez. I'll give you a little. Those are some names. NWA, NWA. Listen, you got to give some love to NWA. And you got to give some love to Tom Scavetta. Good evening, gents. Tom, thank you so much for tuning in. You can check him out on Tuesdays at Review and Preview and Thursdays with Big Blue Avenue. I want to hear his thoughts on Mike Glennon and Jake Fromm and uh, Joe Judge coming back and uh, Daniel Jones coming back. I want to hear Tom's thoughts about it. I don't want to hear my. I don't want to hear Mike's thoughts about it because me and Mike also have a fantasy thing. We have the championship. Me versus. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that later probably in the show. Let's get back to this, though. Who did you say for your most improved? Did you say your most improved yet? I did. I didn't. Okay. Who's your most improved? You put? can't beat mine. You cannot beat mine. No, that's a good one. I put Ty Conti. Ty, Ty Conti's also a good Mostly one. because I'm backing up my own words from the last two shows, which is I've mentioned the last two shows that she's gotten better. Yeah, no, and, I, and, I, and you know what? And I agree. So I'm all for it. So superstar to keep an eye on. Mike, you mentioned her a few times here. She's part of the Dark Order. I'm going to give it to Anna Jay. I want to keep. Okay. I want to see. I don't know that much about her. I'm really honest. I don't know that much about her. But you know, you guys have talked about you and Albert have. I'm like, you know what? Let me keep an eye and see how she does. Yeah, she has a chance to be a mainstay in the division for a long time. So I think it's someone we should all keep an eye on. So that's my first to sort of keep an eye on. Hundred percent. I I do agree with that. And she was up there for me. I did think about her. I actually went with her boyfriend. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Oh, okay. Right. I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that push that has been essentially promised for the last two years. Well, uh, what what do you um uh how long do you think? I was I just completely <laughs> uh, summer, maybe. You think so? Let, the, Let him get a few um really big, really big like singles matches, or maybe a secondary title reign and maybe a TNT title reign in before you. I'll give you that one. All right, best finisher, Mike. Who was your best finisher? I think I just completely messed up my name of the finisher, uh, but I'm gonna double check the actual name of it. But you go ahead with yours. Okay, I went with the buckshot lariat. That okay, I did have the buckshot lariat. That's what I, I put. Yeah, the, yeah, that's the, that's what it's called. I just called it buckshot. That's why. And then I'm like buckshot. I'm like, isn't there a second word to it? And I looked yeah. it up, and it says rite of passage. So I don't know if that's his other finisher or something. I don't it know. It might why. be. I had to double check it, but it's the buckshot layer. I don't know why I call. I just called it buckshot. That's why. I love that. I love that finisher a lot. It's a really good one. I think Front flip cool. over the top rope and into a clothesline. And I can't do it. Literally, no. None will get. No, I don't think it. I've been trying to find it on WWE 2K, and I can't find it. I would make that would be my finisher. I feel like too. You think WWE is going to put a good finisher from a rival company? Yeah, they, they have the gun stun on there, and it's literally called the gun stun. Really. You know that you didn't know that it's like no. they, have, they have the RKO and they actually have the called the gun stun. And that's actually my that's my finish. That's that that is my finisher because I couldn't find the buckshot lariat. So I did uh Mr. Kennedy's old mic check. Was the oh mic checks a good one? What's the, the other one he did? The Green Bay Plunge. The Green Bay. I like the Green Bay Plunge. I like that one a yeah. little bit more. I like that one. Whoa, teaser for for uh Mr. Kennedy, we'll be talking about a little bit later. So now the last one we have on here, it is the combined section. Only eight awards for this one. It's for every single promotion. Very simple. We'll go back and forth. Mike, best promotion. What is yours? All Elite Wrestling. Mine is also All Elite Wrestling. All great pay-per-views, I guess, except Revolution. The show's been good. 
Weekly shows have been good. Rosters are pretty good from top to bottom. A lot of good championship runs, questioning the Cody Rhodes one recently, but one out of all the other things going on, I can't really complain about it, too. No. Christopher Casey agrees with me. And uh, oh, you too, Mike, AEW. What is the worst promotion? I feel I feel a little bad for doing it to him, but I have to give it to Ring of Honor because they're I'm, not around. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Ring of Honor because, like you said, they're not around. I mean, at least NWA, no disrespect to NWA. Ring of Honor is more popular, but NWA is still around. Yeah, I think they found their niche. That's what it is. Like, just going to stream on YouTube, tape delay stuff. Roster can go anywhere, but they can have a weekly one-hour show on YouTube at, like, 7.05. And they tape delay it, tape all the episodes. If Ring of Honor wants to do something like that, and then they should. You know, Impact found a niche with going on Twitch and a bunch of other channels, too. Right. I don't think Ring of Honor found their niche. I think that's what they're going to do. So, yeah. I, I yeah, I think, I think that's what their break is. It's like, okay, where do we need to go? What do we need to do? What do we want the wrestling in the company to look like? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hopefully, we'll, again, we'll see what happens when it goes into April. They say they're going to come back from hiatus. We'll see. We'll hear more about it as the weeks come on. Mm-hmm. Best weekly show, Mike. What is the best weekly show? Dynamite. Mine is also Dynamite. Again, yeah. excellent show. Even Rampage is up there too for me. Yeah, I'm putting Rampage. And you know what? Dark I, and Dark Elevation is not too bad either. No, I was gonna say I did have to think for a, a second at least to decide whether I wanted to put Dynamite or Rampage. Yeah, but and I and I we're gonna eventually they're gonna be their own separate roster. I feel like in the near future too. Yeah, yeah. I, they kind of are building a roster that can do that. They can, but I want them to have like a special about it too. And I think they'll do yeah. it. So again, that'll be a, that'll be maybe a fancy booking challenge for somebody in the near future. Kind of book a AW type of draft. We'll wait till the end of next month for that. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, Fon's bringing up the idea of draft. What a uh, what a I twist. Know. He, uh, no, he praises a Saudi Arabia pay per view and then mentions he wants to do something about a draft. Who know. are you and what if you do, what did you what did COVID do to you? Uh, I don't know. Something happened to it. But uh Christopher yeah. says anything AW is the best. Yeah, pretty much. If you again top five highs in voting, I'd probably put dark, dark elevation, rampage, dynamite, like and well, dynamite <laughs> first, but and, like literally that's what would be my four of the five. Yeah. Worst weekly show, Mike. I had to give it because I feel like there's a lot of problems with it here and there. I do have to give it a raw again for another yep. year. Yeah. Yep. Raw, another my, year raw, yeah. SmackDown at least is fun to watch here and there. But raw, there's been times where like that third hour just kills it, I think. That's what it is. Yeah. So uh so 100%. you also so you also have Raw, too. The shocking moment. Let me hear what your shocking moment is. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Because it's going to be mine. Come too. on. He's it's, back. He's Come on. It's my shocking moment, too. Because yeah. Never. We thought it was last year's. Ours was Edge winning the Edge entering the Royal Rumble, I think. Just like, yeah, or like, yeah it just entering and showing up. This is just punk out. Because, again, like I said, I wasn't going to believe it. Until I see it, I hope then, it does, but I'm not going to put all my right, right. hope for it. Mike, you kept being hopeful for it, and it worked out for you. Worked out yes. for the long run. Gentle says, let's watch tonight's Raw and decide. Gentle, I don't need to watch tonight's Raw to know that it still will be the worst weekly show. I, I, have, I have one segment from tonight's Raw that hasn't even happened yet that I can mention of why. Uh, what, what happened? Ms. and Maurice are renewing their vows. I already know it's going to uh, Yeah, another wedding angle. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. Superstar or superstars, we became a fan of. Who do you have? Ruby Soho. I thought you were always a fan of Ruby Soho. I was. I was a partial fan of her, mm. but she's really won me over this year as far as what she's actually able to do when given free reign to be herself. Okay. 
you know what? Well, I'll give you that one then. Okay. Mine, I said superstars because I gave a whole team, Mike. I had one, but then I'm like, you know what? I like the team overall. I think the overall thing of Team Taz, I'm starting to like a lot more. Really? Okay. Okay. I've always liked Powerhouse Hobbs. You know that. Yes, I know that. But, but more and more, I was liking Ricky Starks. I like the outfits. I like him on the mic. And after seeing Hook debut in person, I'm a hook. I'm I'm literally. That was, yeah, I'm hooked. You're hooked. I am very hooked on that. Brian Cage. He oh, he's no longer part of the little Team Taz and Dante Martin's all, but they were also pretty good too, and I liked them. I think the overall the concept of Team Taz, I've become a fan of all of them. So I definitely got to say, I Team Taz is definitely uh, super. I'm starting to become a fan of. Them. I want to see how they go, keep going forward. So that's me. Yeah, yeah, hey, makes sense. The worst gimmick, Mike. And no, I didn't put Orange Cassidy on here. Just to let you know, I did not. Put Yay. So I did not. But who's your worst gimmick? I, I'm interested to see if we agree. L.A. Knight. I should have put L.A. Knight. I think it's he's still Eli Drake in my book. I don't get the gimmick yeah. of Eli. Well, that's I think that's my th- was my thought when I put him was like I don't even know what his gimmick is. Yeah, he should just be Eli Drake because he was good as literally Eli Drake. Like, yeah, E Bye. Bye. Drake. He was so good. Why change the name? I don't get it. You kept Keith Lee's name when he came over. Why do you have to change LA Knights? We like we know it's not a young wrestler. We know literally who that is. He was in NWA a few weeks prior. I didn't get right. that. My worst gimmick is Dewdrop. Okay. I Because I, I, I just one of the things where it's like, because, again, we know it's Piper Niven. She was very good at NXT UK. She's yeah. really good. But then you make her to, like, this, not, I don't know the right word for, but, like, this, like, timid, quiet person working for Eva Marie. And then you cut Eva Marie. <laughs> and then you cut Eva Marie. So it's like, and then you, but then you, I'm like, all right, maybe we'll see Piper Niven back. And now she's still is Dewdrop. I just didn't like the. Do drop gimmick. I like Piper Niven. I think she could be good. I just don't like the do drop. I agree. No, I agree. It's not the person. It's the gimmick. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's how I felt with Baron Corbin or Happy Corbin or Constable Corbin or there's Corbin. any 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 version of Corbin that is not Baron Corbin. Last uh, post Lone Wolf, I would say. Yeah, the one. Gentle as ago, I became a fan of Bobby Fish. I only started watching okay. before he was released, and I really liked what he did. You know what? That's a good. That's a good choice. That's good, yeah, that's a good choice. Know about Bobby Fish as much because he's been hurt a lot. When you get the undisputed people like you know Kyle, Adam Cole, or Roderick Strong, I feel like Fish gets like the baby, but he's like there the he's like not the outcast. But he's like the last one people talk about. So that's a good one, gentle. I I, 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 I like that one. Yes, last one but, here. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say. By the way, speaking of Adam Cole, baby, um, did you hear what uh, Britt Baker said? About uh, WWE cutting her out of war, she was at War Games, I think in 2019 when oh, Cole was in it. Yeah, she was, was like a- in, she was in the crowd, and WWE cut her out of the re the. Uh, oh, you know, at the live read, she was th- at the live show. I remember, I saw her, and I'm like, yeah, on a replay, she cut. They cut her out. Oh my god, that's so stupid. So petty. she got asked about it recently, and she was like, it it's fine. They took me out out of War Games. I took their baby. That's true. It's very true. I'm surprised Britt Baker was. N- she was never in WWE, right? right? No, I had to, when she said that, I had to look it up. I was like, was she in the War Games match? No, like, no, she, like no, a- no. I remember her being there, and that's when she first signed with AEW. But I'm like, was she ever in NXT, like in the development? I don't think she ever was. Period. No, I don't think so. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. So last one, best overall title reign. I think we might have an agreement on this one. Yeah. Acknowledge him. 
I am acknowledging him. Because it's it's just been so good. He's been I you can't again I give credit where credit's due. He's very good. So I will give you that one. So that wraps it up for the NXT. Well, the NXT WAW All Awards. So now we got this one, the December Fantasy Booking Challenge. Now my throat is a little getting a little dry, so I will go first. Mine is not as long because I'm still recovering a little bit slow in the weather, but I told Mike yeah. I still got it. Mine goes in bullet points a little bit. I had to change something last night because I wanted to ask them to kind of get to you to be like, oh, wait a second. I remember this. So my December booking challenge that Mike gave me was that I had a I had a book Mr. Kennedy as Mr. Money in the Bank, actually winning money in the bank. And then we'll get to my challenge for Mike was he had to actually book a hypothetical 2021 TLC card. So let me take a swig of water, Mike. Now I'm going to go bullet points here on my fantasy booking challenge of what happens here. So Mr. Kennedy at WrestleMania 23 wins the bunny in the bank ladder match. The match goes on the way it is. There's the, I don't change that. No, cause it was a good match. It's a good match. Very good match. Everyone's in there. Yada, yada, yada. Jeff Hardy almost literally dies in the match. <laughs> it was very good. That Edge, was that one, wasn't it? I, I, I thought Edge died. So, I mean, it was, but I'm glad he's okay. It was a good match overall. So, Edge is furious that he lost it because he technically never actually lost. He was taken out. So, we challenges Mr. Kennedy at Backlash. I followed the pay per views that year, too. Challenges him for it at Backlash. Now, originally, Edge did challenge it or whatever because Mr. Kennedy was actually hurt legitimately. So, they had to take <laughs> it off then. But, hypothetically speaking, he's not injured. He's okay. He's all fine and healthy, and nothing else happens with him. Suspension, otherwise, we don't talk about that. So, um, Kennedy actually wins it. He beats Edge, and for the next couple of weeks, Kennedy pops up on different shows. You know how Mr. Kennedy is with the microphone and all that stuff, too. Goes to SmackDown, goes to Raw with the microphone, either in the commentary booth or just backstage walking around, because you can just picture how Mr. Kennedy would be when he fully had the contract walking around. You're just picture. I'm picturing it, and it's really funny. Yes. So still enraged by this. You know how Edge is. He's still a maniac. Edge challenges him for the contract at Judgment Day, but puts his career on the line. This writes off because legitimately Edge did get injured a few uh, months later. So this kind of kind of ties in where like he actually legitimately gets put off TV because he's recovering from an injury. Mm-hmm. So Kennedy wins. Edge is gone for a little bit. Um, and, and another future booking. We'll figure it out from what happens. So ECW one night stand rolls around and Kennedy shows up and the crowd booed him. Can you imagine Kennedy at a crowd at the ECW one night stand? Oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know how he is. He doesn't have a match, but he says he will cash in soon, but he's going to walk around kind of mess with the ECW fans and whatnot, too. Cena beats the great Kali in the main event. Remember that for the WWE title. Kennedy teases cashing in, but never does it. Look at that. A little bit of a teaser there. Get into that a little bit later. So on the next episode on Raw, it is announced that there will be a gauntlet match to challenge Cena at the Great American Bash. The next pay-per-view. Oh, God, I miss that pay-per-view so much. But guess who enters himself in the gauntlet match? Didn't use the contract. Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy. And it was, uh, Kennedy, Kennedy. 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 And, and Kennedy wins the gauntlet match, by the way, to become number one contender. You're going to wonder <laughs> why he sells the briefcase. Everybody, I know this is all yeah. over the place. He wins the WWE title at Great American Bash. So he's the WWE champion and also Mr. Money in the Bank. We're going to get to it. Kennedy continues his feud with John Cena <laughs> after beating him at SummerSlam. That's the next thing for you. Triple H comes back. He came back around this time. 
Triple H is next in line to challenge him, but then loses to him at like at the No Mercy paper, I believe was the next one. So at Cyber Sunday, it rolls around, and Kennedy is voted to defend against Triple H in a steel cage match. Remember Cyber Sunday, the good old? I miss Cyber Sunday. That was, that was a good concept. It would work now. It, it 100%. It wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't work now. It didn't work back then. Yeah, and so in a social media age that we're in now, yeah, 100%, that'd be a great pay-per-view. So Kennedy defends, so he beats Cena, Triple H. He's legitimately, boom, he's your guy, right? But he's also Mr. Money in the Bank. So Evans, heading into Survivor Series, I go a little old school, new school in the old school, where it's going to be a champion versus champion match, but not for the title, just overall how it goes. Batista is your world heavyweight champion, and Mr. Kennedy is your WWE champion. All right? So on the side, this whole thing, this is this is my add-on because I forgot to mention this part, and I forgot I added it on literally right before. So this is why it kind of a little bit whatever. Mister McMahon announces that he has an illegitimate son. I knew it. Yeah, you knew my, it. I was like, oh, I gotta add this somewhere. Yeah. So the same stuff happens. People be like, oh, I'm your legitimate son. Crime time comes with I could be, and they do the money, money, yeah, yeah, that whole thing. So like everything happens with that, but it it, it ends in Survivor Series. So as the Survivor Series match happens, Mr. Kennedy beats Batista. Remember, it's not for the title. It's whatever. But Mr. McMahon comes out to congratulate him. And remember the guy that was with him saying, turns illegitimate son his hornswoggle, whatever? Yeah. He comes out with Mr. McMahon, and Mr. McMahon, well, the guy with Mr. McMahon tells him, Mr. Kennedy, Mr. McMahon is your illegitimate father. Like, that is your actual father. Like the whole. Remember how it was supposed to be originally Mr. Kennedy? He was, yeah. So Vince is so happy about it because he loves Mr. K. Like he's a big fan of him, whatever. So uh, Mr. M- Mr. McMahon gives him a opportunity here. He says, since you are my son, he says the whole thing. You are my seed and whatever. You know how he is. He's crazy. Yeah, the weird. Yeah. He says, you could do whatever you want for 24 hours in the company. 24 hours. You could do whatever you want. Now, mind you, Batista's still on the ground recovering from the brutal beatdown. No. What does Mr. Kennedy do? No. Right away, he just cashes in and is your world heavyweight champion and becomes double champion. And then you can do whatever you want after that, too. I know it's a little out there, a little bit crazy. No, that's that's really good. Because I feel like you could do that. I feel like you could have. I feel like if Kennedy didn't get hurt or with the steroids, um, they could have done that. Maybe a cash in and then be champion or something like a cash and champion and the sun but i kind of add that double champion i feel like yeah that, no so that's good that's real good yeah you know i figured i i, I tried a little bit you know thank you thank you bravo thank you thank bravo, you bravo sir that's good i had a when you said you added something i thought back to th- something that was going on then i'm like oh it's kennedy and the Ill- illegitimate son thing yeah oh i had to do i had to 100 you know you had it i feel like you were gonna mention something about it so mike the floor is yours. I gave Mike the challenge. WWE canceled their TLC pay-per-view, so I just told Mike, give me a seven-match card for TLC. You don't have to go details about the match. I don't need to go to the details. The basics of the match, who wins? I think it was at least seven matches. Four titles had to be on the line. I think at least one TLC match, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes that was your rules. Mike, floor is yours. Go right ahead. All right, so we're opening the show. With Shinsuke Nakamura versus Cesaro versus Sami Zayn versus Sheamus versus Ridge Holland in an IC title ladder match. Oh, oh yeah, you already won me over. Um, we're gonna we'd have like uh, Sheamus and Cesaro fighting with Ridge Holland, and they end up Holland ends up messing up with Sheamus. Um, and so I have Nakamura winning. Okay, okay. And Nakamura, okay, Nakamura's the champion heading into it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, Nakamura's champion heading into it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we're going to follow that up with uh, putting the Charlotte Flair Tony Storm SmackDown Women's Title match on the TLC pay per view, and we're going to put that in a steel cage. Whoa, whoa, whoa! A little steel cage action. Okay, okay. Yes, um, I made so, I had made some notes on certain spots and, and the finishes of the matches and stuff, but to save time, I will just what? cut to the I will cut to the finish a little bit. If you no, want to talk a little bit, if you want to talk a little, I know we went a little bit long with the award thing and did some NWA talk, but if you want to go and do a little bit, it's fine. It's fine. We have no show. I, I'll, I'll uh, I will. I didn't know Paul was doing it. Yeah. Um, I'll. How about this? I'll read the finishes. Yeah, you could do that. Whatever you want to do. All right. All right. So Flair tosses Storm between the ropes in the cage, but Storm stops herself from hitting her head. Uh, Flair comes back with a big boot and presses Storm into the wall. With Storm down and climbing, not an option because earlier in the match, um, Flair injured her leg. Mm. So she can't climb up the cage. She calls for the door to be open because for some reason they always try to climb the cage before I mean, they go for the door. That's another episode for another day. I don't get that. I, I, I know, I know. list of things that don't make sense in wrestling, but go ahead. That's definitely that's definitely a, a future 10 count. Yeah. Um, she walks towards the door, but as it opens, the rest of the SmackDown roster, aside from Sasha Banks, because she's once again not there, yeah. uh, comes da- comes running down. They stop Flair at the door and won't move out of the way. As she tries to fight through, the women overwhelm her. Storm grabs Flair quickly and hits Storm 1, which is a, I realize is a very cool uh, finisher. Very good, very good. Uh, she begins to crawl towards the door, but once she's about halfway there, Flair dives and grabs her foot. The rest of the women's roster, who have been watching, tackle Flair off of her and hold her in the corner. As Flair struggles to get loose and reaches out, Storm rolls through the doorway. Your new SmackDown Women's Champion is Tony Storm. Oh, good. My cho- my thing who I think should be champion at some point. Yes. Good. All right. Follow that up with Damian Priest versus Austin Theory in just a normal U.S. title match. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. I swear to God, if he wins. As Priest drags Theory into the ring, Theory plays possum and grabs P- Priest in a package roll-up. The referee makes a quick count. New U.S. champion Austin Theory. Why? Just ruined it. It was a good pay-per-view until this point. <laughs> because Vince is in on Austin Theory. That's true. You know, this correct. is a quick match, by the way. That's quick. That's we're gonna save some time on the on the uh, in the card, and so we can yeah. get some longer matches. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have Miz and Maurice renew their vows on the pay-per-view because I don't think that Edge and Miz should face in a, each other in a match until this WrestleMania thing that clearly is going to be Miz and Maurice and Edge and Beth. Yes, yes. Um, so we'll, we'll do the standard. Uh, Edge is posing as a priest. He mocks Miz and Maurice. And then we're going to have him hit a concerto to put Miz out for a little bit. To the Rumble. Miz will come back to the Rumble and they'll eliminate each other or whatever. Yeah. All right. Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan in a tables match for the Raw Women's title. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, a good tables match. Yes, Becky injures Liv's arm. She continues to work the injured arm in the finish, but Liv refuses to tap. Becky starts getting frustrated and gets more aggressive. She hits. As she hits Liv, Liv hits back just as hard. They both get fired up and they start brawling all over the ring. After knocking Liv down, Becky goes up for a big leg drop, but as she has throughout the match, she uh, stops and taunts the crowd because we're going to play on her like ego. Yeah, which allows Liv to kick her knee out. Becky stays up top, but is stunned. Liv climbs to the adjacent turnbuckle, tight ropes the top rope towards Becky, tackles her off the top through a table on the outside, and please, for love God, your new Raw Women's Champion is Liv Morgan. I'm not buying it. <laughs> no, I know nobody is. I want. Uh, I want to. 
I know we. I, I want to too, but I don't know if I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Um, then we get the Usos and the New Day in a TLC match for the uh, tag titles. Yeah. It's music to my ears because you can't tell me a TLC match with the Usos and the New Day would not be good. Uh, so we got two ladders set up side by side beneath the titles, and all four of them climb up. There's a back and forth exchange of fists on the ladder, as per usual. New Day smacks both the Usos in at the same time in opposite directions, which actually causes the Usos to switch ladders. Oh, okay. After the switch, the Usos fight back and set up dual power bombs, and they send the New Day through a pair of ladders that are set up between the barricade and the ring. Oh, God. I know. Big spot. They reach up, grab the title belts, they retain. And we have Big E, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens, because Bobby Lashley lost twice to Big E, so he shouldn't be in this, in in a ladder match. Yes, classic ladder match. Three men have punished each other for about 20 minutes going into the finish. Uh, Near grabs every time, and they seem they all seem injured. Owens goes for a stunner on Rollins, but Rollins pushes him into Big E, and then Owens is lifted, and Big E and Rollins hit a big ending stomp combo. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, Rollins tries to cool. super yes. Rollins tries to super kick Big E, but it is reversed. Rollins takes a big ending. Big E climbs up, pulls down the titles, but as he sits on the ladder, the lights go out. And for about five seconds, when they come on again, the title has disappeared from Big E's hands. Oh, no. Because earlier in the match, we had the lights go out when Big E went up to grab the title and he started doing his whole taunting thing. And a message appeared. See if you can decipher this. Can you feel the wind blowing? Or are you just as much of a ham as we think? Where is this from? Why am I trying? I don't know where this is from. It'll help it'll help you to know that the words wind and ham are in all caps. Oh, for the love of God, don't tell me Bray Wyatt's back. We signed him! <laughs> because this is fantasy and I would sign him. Yeah, oh my God. But yes. So yeah, Biggie loses the title. Not as champion, but just it disappears. Um, but he technically won the match. He won the match, but the belt's gone. Oh, okay. All right. And then we get to our main event. Roman Reigns. Versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal title in what we all want. A Paul Heyman on a pole match. Oh, oh God. So, in this, Heyman is suspended from a pole holding the Universal title on the stage. I would love this. It's like he's hanging from the Titantron. Yes. Um, You have to get, so the winner has to get Heyman and the belt down together. Yes. Because like it's not like Heyman can pick and drop the title. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. So in the finish, both men drag themselves up the ramp and try to get to Heyman. Uh, they hit each other so, a few times on the way up. Once at the top, Reigns charges for a spear, but Lesnar catches him and hits an F5, causing him to roll halfway back down the ramp. Lesnar walks towards the stage and is met with a double super kick by the Usos. Oh, boy. He barely moves and throws both of them off the stage. He climbs up, but Heyman pulls a can from behind the title and pepper sprays Lesnar. What? Lesnar falls down, and when he finally clears his eyes, Reigns charges through him and spears him through the screen. Oh, my goodness. The set shakes, and Heyman falls. Oh. Reigns picks him up and immediately just grabs the title. Of course. Still the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. I like that. This is a good, that's a damn good match card. I wish that could be a real thing. What's right? UK Universe. Or like 100%. Some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's really good. I do like that. That, that Mike, you did it again. You bastard, you did it again. That was excellent. <laughs> I do like it. I do like it. And that wraps up for our December booking challenge. And that wraps up for this show. Mike, 
This was a, this was a very good one. This is very a, good show. Very good show. I can't believe we were back at we're back at the end of the year to do the awards, but you know we're back. We're here. I, I survived uh, survived COVID here. I'm good. Yes. I'm all good. I made it to the end of the show. I couldn't miss this one, so um, it was all good stuff. Uh, Mike, you got any parting words before we uh, sign off everything out of here? Yeah, uh, thank you all for all the support you've given us over this year uh, in the the changes we've made and the you know all the additions and and subtractions and all the segments we brought back and stuff like that. We appreciate it. Keep an eye on us in 2022 because we are the real superstars to keep an eye on in 2022. Ah, yes, you're you know (laughs) you're very right on that one. And good luck next week, Fonz. You're gonna need it. Yes, me and Mike are in the finals for the Shiva League, the league that I've ran with my friends for damn near ten years or no eight years. This is the first I ever made it to the championship round. Winner gets money and a fake WWE belt, by the way, with all of our names on the back, Mike. So we're gonna have to figure that out how we're gonna get send it to you. But remember, okay. if you lose, you gotta send it. If you lose next year, you gotta send it off too. Right, of course, so, of course. And some money along. Who cares about money? Well, it's all about the bragging rights still. Yeah. Mike had Derrick Henry, Tom Brady, Jonathan Taylor. I don't know how he had all Cooper, these guys. Cooper Cup. Oh God, I'm really, I'm really scared. I don't even know. I don't even know who my top. My top guy, Kamara, Cordell Patterson. My quarterback, Justin Herbert. So that's good, I guess. I don't even know he had a bad game against the Texas, but it's okay. It's all right. But uh, like Mike said too, we went through a lot of different stuff this past year too with the show and other stuff also. But you know, thank you all of you guys for sticking with us. We moved over to here. A lot of our fans were here sticking with us, like Christopher Casey. Have a good New Year's at the end of, end of the week on to 2022. That's correct. I hope 2022 is going to be our better years. Uh, but everything else, I really appreciate from the bottom of my heart. Mm-hmm. I know it's just the same thing also, but we do appreciate you guys sticking around and joining us wherever we went now. Uh, but I have a good feeling about what's going on here with Review and Preview. It's some excellent stuff. So definitely check out everything else with Review and Preview, not just us. Paul Lombardi with a 3 and D does some excellent stuff. Kyle, James, and Tom with Review and Preview, the main show, the show that started all the show that I joined, that I started, that I helped, that I joined them on there. That kind yeah. of kind of how me, it's kind of how I came back here and dragged Mike along with me. They do some excellent stuff there. Check out Hank and Dichter for Hidden for the Cycle. He's going to come back with some baseball talk, too, if we ever get a baseball season. And, of course, what with Hank and Tom and Sam also with Big Blue Avenue. Definitely check them out also with all, some, with all Giants talk. Brand is going over there. Check them all out. And obviously, keep sticking with us. We really appreciate yeah. it. Uh, and that's that's my parting words, Mike. And I guess we're going to end up on 2020 with a good old two sweet. And we'll be back here next week with Albert. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And we'll see you guys next year. <laughs> <laughs>